0: Hello everybody, welcome to Jumping in an Elevator, the podcast, where I, Mike, from the Tony Award winning YouTube channel, it's true, my YouTube channel won a Tony Award, Mm -hmm. you can look it up, Uh, I talk into a high quality microphone and I let you know things, okay? And the things today, I'm telling a few stories about things that have happened recently, to give you some buzzwords, we've got lasagna gate, we've got vintage store, we've got haunting fangirl and then hello kitty so you can infer from that what you will um but basically i've got a bunch of stories to tell and then the learning section of today's podcast is about avril lavigne's girlfriend ep which included like 20 remixes of the song girlfriend so we're going to look into that and then we're also going to do a hello kitty lyric deep dive and discussion so get excited for that Uh, Special hello to Chainsaw. Hello, Chainsaw. Thank you for being one of my top tier patrons. My wish today for you is that your wherever you live is not dusty. Like dust? Who decided dust would be such a problem? Do you know what I mean? Like my mum is staying with me at the moment. And as part of me preparing for her to arrive, I wanted to clean the apartment. Like she was like, I don't care if the apartment is not like clean, but I'm like, hello, I'm not going to have a dirty apartment before my mum comes over. So I like cleaned the whole apartment and just like dust, like, you know what I mean? Like if I made a food stain, I'm like, yeah, I don't mind cleaning this because I made this mess. So like I have to pay the consequences, but like dust, ew, dust is like skin. That's disgusting. Ugh. Anyway, I hope there's not enough dust. Wherever you are. So, yeah, that's great. Fantastic. A few things to discuss before we get into the stories. I just wanted to give a shout-out to the international girlies. Because um, sometimes I pop on over to the podcast stats website. That shows to me, like, chart performance. And, like, with the podcast, I just I just talk and then upload it. <laughs> that's the basic summary. But then the podcast is doing good. Like... It's charting internationally. And I'm like, this is so bizarre. And also thank you. And like on one of the charts, I think, where was it? I think it was Columbia, number 25 in comedy. So shout out to the girls. Thanks for the support. I appreciate it. And it's it's so wild because like, I don't know why. Here we go again. I've been conditioned to think that the American charts are everything because like I pretty much never appear on the American charts. And then, like, I was looking at the podcasts that are, like, consistently doing well on the American chart, but then they don't appear on the international charts. I'm like, well, isn't that tea boots? Hmm. Charlie, Mama Slay. <laughs> so, yes, thank you for listening to the podcast. It's so cool that um, people actually like listening to me talk sugar, honey, iced tea. Shit. Uh, next thing is... I wrote new video flopping. That's great. What was I trying to get across with that? Oh, yes. So the One Direction fanfic video that I did on the main channel, I spent ages editing that. Like it probably doesn't even look like it. I swear the videos that look like the least editing went into it, had the most editing. um, Spent ages editing that and I was like, oh, this one's going to bang. This one's going to go off. And then I uploaded it. And then YouTube analytics is like, "Mm, bestie, hate to tell you this, but this is your floppest video out of the last 10. So uh, if you would like to go and watch that video, (laughs) feel free to do so. It's a fun one. It's a fun one. And I talk about, obviously, One Direction fan fiction. And I also mentioned that I went to a play called Fangirls. Oh, let me just, let me talk about this some more. Fangirls was so good it was like a a play i don't know if if i should call it a play or a show because when i think play i think shakespeare and let me just tell you fangirls ate shakespeare up shakespeare was there taking notes to write fucking othello or whatever he did shakespeare flopped i don't know what to tell you okay this play was about um a young lady named edna i know why i'm doing that accent she's australian and she is like a massive fan of the boy group called True Direction, which is obviously on oh no, a true connection, which is obviously like a reference to One Direction. And the lead singer's name is Harry. So hello. And basically it's about how her and her friends are obsessed with the band and the band comes to Australia. And there's like the story that comes with that. And it was really good. And I would tell you to watch it, but I think it's done in Melbourne for now, but I think it's, Maybe touring, so maybe just Google it and see what you can find online. Um, but yeah, definitely recommend. It. That was a lot of fun. Um, okay, next thing. Oh, it's time to discuss Lasagna Gate. Are we mentally prepared for this? All right. So last week I was kind of blowing shit up on TikTok. Like I was doing a lot of numbers on TikTok. Like. The videos were consistently doing well. I was having a lot of fun and I was just uploading, having a good time. And I swear, whenever that happens, there's something that just like reminds me, hmm, this app kind of crusty, dusty, musty. So what happened was, there's this one audio from Ripple's Drag Race season six. And it's where Bianca Del Rio is talking to Trinity, I think. And then Trinity says, I feel I do my best, but they don't. Talking about the judges consistently reading her. And Bianca replies and she's like, let me ask you a very fair question. What do you do successfully? So I used that audio and the reference that I made was that the... Pretty much implying that the G in lasagna is silent. Saying that the G was saying, I try my best, but they don't think so or whatever. And then the reply was the other letters in G saying, what do you do? Other letters in lasagna saying, what do you do successfully? And that was just like a harmless joke. The TikTok kind of blew up. I think it got to like 300,000 views or something. And oof. Oof. The struggle. The struggle that that TikTok caused me because I know how to pronounce lasagna. It's almost like, I'm half Italian. Like it's a meme on my channel that I talk about having a master's degree and being Italian frequently. I mean, they are two pillars of my personality and the G obviously does work. She puts in work. She's doing the nine to five deli Parton teas. She's a working girl. Okay. G for girl, girl boss. Don't get me started on how people are starting to twist the meaning of saying girl boss. Oh my God. Wait, hang on quickly. Let me just talk about that. I've started seeing an undercurrent of savagery against girl bosses. Like they're starting to use girl bosses almost as like a derogatory term, like taking the piss out of people saying that they're girl bosses. No, like girl boss can be a positive term, but people are twisting it and they're trying to make it like an insult. And I'm like, no. But what about the actual girl bosses? Like, yes, I call people girl bosses as a joke, but there are genuinely girl bosses, and I support them. Like, we love a girl boss. But people starting to make girl boss like a bad term. Like, no. There's something, something, ooh, about that. Like, oh, I don't know. So, I'll, we'll check back in next week. Things tend to move fast on Twitter. So, we'll see what the clowns are coming up with to twist girl boss next week. Anyway, so coming back to Lasagna Gate. Um, obviously, it's not lasagna, it's lasagna. So the GN makes the Nya sound. And I posted that TikTok maybe like expecting like 10,000 views and people just have a little ha ha ha, move on. No. Huh. <sighs> <sighs> huh. People commenting on it like, oh, you're so dumb. Oh, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. This is such, this is bad. Like it's, uh, Americans are so dumb. They don't know the Nya sound. First of all, I'm not American. <laughs> you can copy many things. Do not call me American. Um, So it started like that. And I was like, haha, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. And then the duets and stitches started. And then this person who seemed like a nice person, like they probably are a lovely person. And they stitched it saying like, um, I'm going to address this since Americans are obsessed with saying that the G is silent in lasagna. And then gives an explanation on how it's not. And then everyone in the comments on that video is like, oh, that's my thoughts when I saw that stupid original TikTok. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) I'm in pain. I am struggling. Lasagna gate hurt. Okay. People have come for me. People come for me all the time for like, I don't even know, dumb shit. But this one hurt because they were implying that I don't know how to say lasagna or like Oh, God, Lasagna Gate. <sighs> like, I'm fine with people calling me stupid, but people saying that I can't speak Italian properly, oh, that one hurts. That's another level of pain. So, that's Lasagna Gate, and it just kept going and it's still going. It reminded me to never read the comments on TikTok. People like, does Mike reply? No, Mike does not reply on TikTok. I barely ever perceive the comments because the girls are nasty. And I have another example of that. <sighs> apartment gate. So we have lasagna gate, apartment gate, and then coffee gate. Apartment gate. I was feeling funny. Again, this is during the week when the TikToks were doing well. And I posted a TikTok with the Lana Del Rey, I think it's Mariner's Apartment Complex audio. It's like, na 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 make you wonder. It's like basically a meme audio for when you're like having a realisation kind of vibe. And I posted a video of me looking all like sheepish or like looking over my shoulder and stuff. And the uh, caption was uh, another day of being the hottest person in the apartment building. Obviously a fucking joke, my God. And like the emojis that I posted were like the eyes looking up, like rolling their eyes, like, oh, whatever. And, oh, did I get dragged into the seventh dimension or what? (laughs) Some of the comments were actually funny. There was one that was like, "Um, that's so crazy that you live in an empty apartment building. I thought that was funny. That's funny. That's comedy. But then some of the comments were like, a master's degree and an unchecked ego. I can see that there's no soul behind those eyes. Get help. (laughs) What? No more TikTok. Society's has moved past the need for TikTok. Like, I'm not the hottest person in the apartment building. I know because I've seen some of the people that live in this apartment building and they are very good looking. And then the thing, the difference between TikTok and YouTube is that on YouTube, people understand that it's a joke and they go along with the joke. But on TikTok, people are just... Mean, Like, they're just straight up mean. And I don't know what it is. What, like, why it's such a difference in how people respond to content on TikTok and YouTube. Like, even, I was thinking maybe it's because it's short form media and everyone's just, like, quickly consuming things and, like, posting comments and then moving on. But then YouTube has shorts. And I don't see the same thing in YouTube shorts as on TikTok. So, I don't know what the deal is. But people were fucking dragging me. And they weren't joking. People were like, oh, you're a five at most. Okay. (laughs) Maybe that's true, but we don't need to tell me that, you know? I guess it's my fault for making a joke. And then, okay, let's talk about Coffee Gate. Mm. Coffee Gate. (sighs) This is the last of the TikTok stories. The basic summary of the TikTok stories is that I will never read the comments. And I will be posting less on TikTok. I don't know why I thought that I could become a TikToker, but I am not built for that. I will stick to YouTube. Thank you. Also, TikTok makes me $0 and I'm not going to waste my time dealing with trolls on TikTok. I'll deal with trolls on YouTube because that's how I get paid. <laughs> okay. So the coffee gate, there's an audio. Um, I don't even know what the audio is from. It's some someone saying, wow, I knew you were obsessed with me. Um, But da 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 da. No, it's like I. Oh, I'm messing this up. It's like, wow, I knew I could get a rise out of you, but something something obsessed with me. It's a it's a joke. Like it's saying that the person that you're talking about is obsessed with the thing you're talking about. Does that make sense? Anyway, maybe I, maybe I can explain it with what I was talking about. I was holding a regular sized coffee cup like Australian regular sized coffee cup. And the joke that I was trying to say is me talking to my American audience after they get mad at me for saying this is a regular sized coffee. Like, okay, that's, that was the joke. It wasn't that good of a joke to start with. I'd probably, it was just shit. Like, I think I just wanted to make a TikTok with that audio because I found it and it's something I could think of. Um, but I mean, okay, let's discuss some facts A regular-sized coffee is a regular-sized coffee, no matter where you bought it, okay? If it says it's regular when you bought it, that's a regular coffee. That's part of the joke that I was trying to tell. No. No. TikTok said, absolutely fucking not. You are not getting away with this shit. So, first of all, there were two things that happened here. First thing was that people were just absolutely fucking coming for me saying that I'm gatekeeping coffee. Remember, the only thing that I said was that regular-sized coffee is a regular-sized coffee. So that was one side of the argument. Then the other side of the argument was people just absolutely tearing people to shreds. Like, just coming in and kind of taking the point that I was trying to make and just absolutely going to town. Like, someone said... Um exactly that's the reason why the obesity rates are so high in the states is because everything's supersized and i was like oh i don't know what like this is not the intention of the tiktok like what are you talking about like this is making me uncomfortable i ended up deleting it because like people were saying that stuff like again behind anonymous profiles and then people were responding to that starting an absolute war or talking about like healthcare systems across the world. I'm like, I'm sorry. What is going on here? I just tried to make a little joke about coffee. So I deleted that with quickness because I think it's more what was happening in the comment section rather than the content of the TikTok that made me uncomfortable. Yeah, actually that's a good point. I guess that's a summary overall. The comments. No more comments on TikTok. societies moved past the need for comments on TikTok. So, I guess moral of the story is never talk about how to pronounce pronounce. Never talk about how to pronounce words and never talk about coffee on TikTok. Those, that's the summary of events. Um, for that, exhausting. Absolutely exhausting. Next thing. Let's talk about the haunted antique store. This is a nice uh, pace shift from lasagna gate and coffee gate and apartment gate. Um, so, to make a long story short... I had recently purchased some Japanese plates for my apartment because when I first moved to my apartment in Melbourne, the first apartment, I had like $2. So I went to the cheapest place possible to buy cheap plates and the plates are good quality and they've like done what they needed to do. But I wanted some nicer plates so that I could like put them up on the shelf as a feature. You know what I mean? So I went to buy some plates and they were great. And I wanted to buy matching bowls. So I went back the weekend after to find matching bowls. And the shop was just gone. And I was like, this is so sick and twisted. Like, you people know that I was looking for the matching bowls. I mentioned them when I came in the first time. And I know they shut that store down just to mess with me. They were like, that man's coming to get the bowls. Let's shut the shop and move it to another fucking town before he can get the bowls people are constantly preying on my downfall. Anyway, so I was like, okay, I still want these Japanese bowls. Let's go to another store to suss their Japanese bowls. So I Googled it, found another store, was walking to the store, walked past a vintage store. And I was like, hang on a second. This could be fun. Let's go in here because I'm on the lookout for a stand for a record player and some art and like small things to just put on shelves and stuff. So I went in there thinking maybe I'll find something. Let me set the scene. It was like a twenty degree Celsius day, not Fahrenheit, girls. Celsius, which is like that's comfortably like warmish. It's not hot. It's nice outside. Like I could wear it just a short sleeve shirt and be fine. Um, going to the shop immediately. No warmth, Like it was just cold, but there was no air con on and there was direct sunlight coming through the windows, but I was not feeling it. So immediately I was like, Hmm, this is weird. Why is it so cold in here? Hmm. So I'm looking around. I'm like, yes, I'd love this cabinet. That's so that is delicious. Ancient cabinet. Love that for them. Love that for the original owner. Love that for the next owner. We love a recycle reuse moment walking around the store, uneven floorboards. So we're talking weirdly cold store, uneven floorboards. I love a floorboard. It's true. I love a floorboard. An uneven floorboard, I don't love that. But this was like, not even just like one floorboard, like like no, there was dips in the floor. And it just made me feel, I don't even know. I started getting dizzy. <laughs> like just walking around this store, and the little bumps and dips everywhere starting to get dizzy So that, that's all how we're feeling about this so far There's all this old stuff around Uneven floor Weirdly some hot people were in there And I was like, D- like Is this ne- necessary right now? Like why are they- I swear there's always hot people in vintage stores Now that I think about it Ugh oh, What are they up to? The hot agenda Anyway Ugh So I'm walking around I found some cool stuff feeling the slightly uncomfortable, seeing all the hot people, feeling like an absolute like piece of bread. Do you know what I mean? And then I notice that you can go upstairs and I'm like, "T, let's go upstairs. Walking up the stairs, the stairs are creaking. creaking obscenely. This building feels like it was built in the 1200s. It's giving like medieval mm-hmm. No music in the store, by the way. Shopping without music is a crime. Walking up the stairs, it gets colder. I'm starting to shiver. Like, I'm getting bumps on my arms. And it wasn't because of a rash. It's because of the, just the feeling. And I go upstairs, and there's these paintings of children. No. Flat out fucking no. Like, I could not express that more. Paintings of children, and dolls, and that kind of stuff. No. Nah. maybe I was going to say, why were people even painting their children back in the day? Just wait until the child is older and then paint them. But no, I guess like in terms of like mortality rates in the 1600s and 1700s, maybe that's why they painted the children, which is actually quite dark. Anyway, I don't like the paintings of the children from the 1600s, 1700s. It makes me feel uncomfortable because <laughs> they're always... Angry looking, angry looking children. Sad, sad. So I'm walking around the upstairs and there's these paintings of children everywhere. And I'm like, no, this is so wrong. I need to go downstairs. But I don't because I'm inquisitive. I'm in my exploration era. I'm playing Subnautica on stream, which is a game where you explore the bottom of the ocean. I'm ready for a challenge. I'm ready to explore. Confronting my fears head on. Fear of children. Let's go. Walk into this room. There's a four-poster bed frame, like a metal bed frame that looks like 150 years old. There was like this curtain thing hanging off the bed frame and it was like moving in the wind, but there were no fucking windows open. There was no wind. And I was like, I cannot handle this right now. Cold, uneven floors, children on the walls, hidden wind. Weird bed frame. That I've—I don't think I've ever felt. sound I'm literally going to sound. Uh, I've never felt like a paranormal presence was near me until that happened. Because I—I I just got this feeling of like dread, and I was like, "No, I need to leave." So I literally just I out of that store so quickly. There's just something weird going on there, and. Usually I'm like, oh, yes, ghost story, ew, whatever. But that was, like, scary. That was, like, this, like the first time that I felt like there's something weird going on here. So that was this week um, in stories. I ended up getting the plates. They look so good. They're a little bit uneven. So quirky. Oh, and that's such a step for me because everything needs to be perfect. Like, I... Like, for example, when I have my skincare, like, in my cabinet, all the skincare is facing the same way. And, like, every piece of, like, everything of skincare that I buy, I buy another one and put it behind it perfectly. So, like, everything needs to be perfect. But now I have uneven plates. I'm like, wow, maybe life is, like, just exciting, you know? I'm stepping out. I've got uneven plates. And they're not even one colour. They're, like, mixed up. It's, like, um, uneven, sandy brown plate. Mm. It's so good. And, like, I don't need to be using the plates for the stuff that I'm eating, but I'm still using them. Like I make a toasted bagel, could put it on the small plate, but I'm like, no, let's whip out the expensive Japanese uneven plate just so I can be like, "Mm, delicious. (laughs) Okay. So now that we've discussed everything that's going on in my life right now, let's talk about the learning section of today's podcast. And that is about Avril Lavigne's songs, Hello Kitty and Girlfriend. Let's discuss Girlfriend first. So I'm sure you're aware of Hey, Hey, you, you, I don't like your girlfriend. No way. No way. think you need a new one. The actual content of the song itself, like the song is catchy. The content of the song is kind of weird. She's saying your girlfriend sucks. I could be your new girlfriend. What about girls sticking together? Let's not pit powerful women against each other. Maybe the man is the problem here. Um, But that song was released in an EP called Girlfriend EP, April 19th, 2007. And I just want to tell you that there's 25 versions of the song. 25 versions of the song Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne. And you might be like, what is he talking about? That's wrong. It's not wrong. So the digital download EP, if you bought the EP in 2007, these are the songs that you would get. Girlfriend Radio Edit. Girlfriend. Girlfriend, submarines, Time Walk 66 mix, English. Girlfriend, junkie, Excel mix. Girlfriend, French version, clean. Girlfriend, French version, explicit. Girlfriend, submarines, Time Walk 66 mix, French. Okay, so there's three versions for the French version. There's three versions for the Spanish version. Three versions for the German version. Three versions for the Italian version. Three versions of the Portuguese version three versions of the Japanese version and three versions of the Mandarin version. Now I listen to a lot of music and I've listened to a lot of re-records and remixes and stuff like that. What I think is happening more often now is that there'll be a song that's in English remixed with a feature from an artist that speaks another language. So there might be like, um, what's a good example? Oh, what? There was a song that was remixed recently that Saweetie was in, and then there was a Japanese artist remixed in it as well. I can't remember their name. It was a good song. Anyway, and she's like rapping in Japanese. So that's kind of how I see these multilingual versions happening now. It's like the original version remixed with extra content that's in another language. Miss Avril re-recorded the chorus in all these different languages and I'm just like I have not seen that to this extent ever before. Like hey hey you you I don't like your girlfriend no way no way thank you need a new one but in German and I'm pretty sure it's her saying it. There's just something ethereal girl boss about it. And I implore you to hop over to Spotify and type in girlfriend EP International versions. And listen to them. I think I think the Japanese one has a little bit extra sauce in it. I swear the chorus is slightly different. It's so much fun. Shout out to Avril. I'm obsessed. I wish all the artists did this. Because maybe the German and Japanese and Mandarin versions were better than the English one. There, I said it. I said it. And you can go do your own research and tell me if you agree. Because there's just something going on there, I say. So that's that. Next thing that I wanted to talk about was Avril Lavigne's song, Hello Kitty. This has been on the old brain for a long time because it just feels like hyperpop. Like, sorry to say, someone's going to get mad for me saying that Hello Kitty's hyperpop, but it just, it feels like hyperpop. Hello Kitty is the fourth single from Avril Lavigne's self titled album. It uses her love of Japan to convey a sugary night. The song implements glitchy dubstep drops. The music video has attracted controversy due to its use of Japan. So that's the synopsis that Genius gives. Let's have a look through these lyrics. The intro is some Japanese. I'm gonna try and pronounce this, I'm gonna get it wrong. No offense intended. I'm trying to think of how Avril says at the start of the song, she's like, psycho arigato, kawaii." apparently that means here we go. You're all great. Thank you. And isn't that just fun? You're all great. Thank you. Next lyric. Mom's not home tonight. We can roll around, have a pillow fight like a major rager OMFG. So she's implying that the girls are having a sleepover and that just sounds like so much fun doesn't it let's all slumber party and here we go like a fat kid on a pack of smarties someone chuck a cupcake at me and for what what does that mean have i spoken about this on the podcast before and if i have i'm doing it again because i cannot stop thinking about that lyric what does that even mean let's all slumber party like a fat kid on a pack of smarties someone chuck a cupcake at me what does that mean? Uh, The explanation here is like talking about M&Ms and Smarties, but like as a society, we need to discuss that lyric more. It's time for spin the bottle. Not going to talk about it tomorrow. Just keep it between you and me. Let's play truth or dare. Now we can roll around in our underwear. How every silly kitty should be. What does this mean? We need Dan Brown to write a novel, like Da Vinci Code-esque novel written about Avril Levine's Hello Kitty lyrics, because there's just something going on here and I cannot unpack it. Pre-chorus. Come, come, kitty, kitty, you're so pretty, pretty, don't go kitty, kitty, stay with me. Come, come, kitty, kitty, you're so silly, silly, don't go kitty, kitty, play with me. Whatever the fuck that means. Chorus. K-, k-, k kawaii Hello, Kitty. Hello, Kitty. Hello, Kitty. You're so pretty. Hello, Kitty. Hello, Kitty. Hello, Kitty. You're so silly. Verse two. Wake up. Got a secret. Pinky swear that you're going to keep it. I've got something you need to see. That seems a little bit sexual. What is she implying at this sleepover that everyone's rolling around in their underwear? It's getting weird. Let's be friends forever. I want to do everything with you together. Come and play with Kitty and me. <sighs> this is exhausting. Come and play with Kitty and me. I'm going to let you marinate in those lyrics. And then she's got the pre-chorus, chorus, the bridge is in Japanese, which is the same thing that she said at the start. And then she ends with the pre-chorus again. Don't go Kitty, Kitty, stay with me. Like, w- <sighs> It's exhausting. And it's exhausting because I can't stop listening to the song. That's the most exhausting part. Why has my brain decided it's my Hello Kitty renaissance era? It's so unnecessary. Like, I know there's other songs to be listening to, but my brain's like, no, we will be listening to the 25 Girlfriend versions and also Hello Kitty. Oh. So let's read about the music video controversy. The music video of Hello Kitty was filmed in Tokyo, Japan. The video was heavily... Derided by Western critics, Billboard panned it as even more abhorrent than the song. They really didn't hold back. While acknowledging that the album's previous videos were excellent, he pointed out that the Hello Kitty video tries to do nothing, its laziness is demonstrated in the first 21 seconds, during which Levine holds a plush stack of cupcakes, shakes her hips, stares at the camera, bounces her shoulders, and then when she sings a line, someone chuck a cupcake at me, tosses the fake cupcakes at the camera. Her lip movements not matching up to the backing track whatsoever. Wow, they really came for her. Someone at Slant Magazine called it truly eyebrow-raising, taking cultural misappropriation to cringe-inducing levels. The Quen Stefani print of it all. The Independent suggested that Hello Kitty will make your eyes and ears bleed. Okay, let's calm down. It does sound like a hyper-pop song, and if it came on at the club, would you shake your ass to it? Yes or no? And if you're saying no, you are blatantly and offensively lying. If Hello Kitty comes on at the club, the thing is thangin'. Like, I would get down to it. I'd shake my ass to Hello Kitty at the club. In fact, Melbourne clubs, if you're listening to this podcast, just every weekend, just play Hello Kitty. Because one of those nights I'll be there at whatever club. And I'll be hearing it and I will ascend to the next dimension and I just think that's an excellent part of my journey to hear Hello Kitty in the club. Its depiction of Japanese culture was met with widespread criticism from Western critics um, and they suggested, sorry, it included suggestions of racism which Levine responded to by saying I love Japanese culture and I spend half my time in Japan, I flew to Tokyo to shoot this video specifically for my Japanese fans. With my Japanese label, Japanese choreographers, and a Japanese director in Japan. A Tokyo-based journalist and media commentator assumed that images of culture outside of one's own in mass media are always different from the reality. That's actually an interesting way of putting it. When you're trying to reach the majority of consumers, images tend to be lowest common denominator. I'm trying to process what that means. Trying to reach the majority of consumers, images tend to be lowest common denominator. Is that saying that, okay, I think they're saying that when a lot of uh, Western artists try and portray Japan, they kind of filter it down to the things that people assume about Japan. It's like that kind of kawaii aesthetic. I think that's what he's saying. And another Tokyo-based tech and social media expert commented that most of the reactions on Twitter were favourable. Interesting. Adding that people who blamed Levine for racism are non-Japanese, but society from Japan did not take it seriously. Interesting. Interesting. I think it's, it's definitely one of those things where I'd be interested to know what Japanese people thought of it um, after watching the music video and also from listening to the song. Maybe, like, if you're watching this on YouTube and you're Japanese... And you heard the song and then watched the music video and you remember what your thoughts were at that time. Because don't forget, 2014 was seven years ago, which is a long time. (gasps) Wait, it came out in May? No, it debuted on the Japanese charts at 82 on the 12th of May, seven years ago, which is like almost to the day. Wait, is it the 12th today? I screamed and fell and collapsed. Not me making the podcast exactly seven years after the release and chart debut of Hello Kitty in Japan. The international implications of this. But yes, let me know what you think about um, Avril Lavigne and Hello Kitty. Maybe you just go watch the music video and then come back. It's one of those ones where it's similar kind of thing to what's the Gwen Stefani? Is it Hollaback Girl? That is definitely a bit on the nose, right? She's kind of taking the caricature of Japanese people and using it in their music video. Um, but the Hello Kitty one's interesting let me know your thoughts in the comment section also I just wanted to mention that uh, Chad Kroger who is involved with Nickelback and was also married to Avril Lavigne at some stage, he's credited on the song as additional vocal production so maybe this was the Avril Lavigne Nickelback collab that we always wanted, so yes that's The summary of Hello Kitty by Avril Lavigne and the EP Girlfriend with 25 versions. My request is that every artist that releases a song from now on releases 25 versions of the same song in different languages. I wonder actually if that would be a smart move to like increase your chart performance. Because remember, if you release 10 versions of the same song, they can all count to charting on the Billboard chart. And the one that has the most streams will be the one that's credited. So if you have an English version of the song and you release 10 versions of the song and they all get streams, but the English one has the most, all the streams count towards the um, top English one being counted as a Billboard single. Same with remixes. That's why every song has a remix. So... Maybe my strategy, if I ever become an artist, is to release the same song 25 times in 25 different languages and then chart at number one. If you see me debuting at number one on the Billboard Hot 100, mind your business, let me get that platinum and leave. Thank you. Um, I think that brings me to the end of this episode. Thank you all for listening. If you've got comments, feel free to comment on the YouTube videos or you can DM me on instagram and maybe i will check my instagram dms maybe (laughs) um also i uploaded some extra content to patreon as an audio file so you can go and check that out that was for the fashion episode and yes thank you all for listening and i will talk to you all next week peace out bye